versus the world's productions. Putting the internet culture in a petri dish and under the microscope. www.vtwproductions.com Tune in to 2040, your in-depth look at game design and finance. Live at 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, every Sunday. www.vtwproductions.com Welcome back to Versus the World Radio's coverage of Phoenix Comic-Con 2012. Another episode of Alpha Geek Interviews. For this episode, I am joined by Kyle and Mike from Triptych Books. And we are here primarily to talk about their new self-published title, Triggerman. Hello. Hello. Hi. That was Kyle. And that was Mike. (laughs) First of all, what the hell were you thinking? Self-publishing. Well... Our, our goal was um, we, we did a Kickstarter to fund the original um, three issues of the comic. So you did Kickstarter before Kickstarter was cool. We did it a couple years ago. Yeah, we did. And it was, it was a much sparser landscape mm-hmm. when we originally did it. And the interesting thing is we tried to think rather than uh, we want this money to make this book. It was we want this money to found this company. And to make this, books. To make books, exactly, and to continue on in the future and to um, have a sustaining infrastructure. So you wanted to build a framework into which you could plug quality content. Exactly, which I think is slightly more insane uh, in a weird way. Having founded a nerd podcasting hub where we do exactly that for audio content, yeah. I can concur. Yeah. We are out of our minds. <laughs> it's deep in madness. But it's a happy place. Yeah, I like it. I'd rather be here than anywhere else. So, through the glory of Kickstarter, before it was cool, <laughs> you were able to get Triptych Books rolling. Um, are you only doing graphic novel-style content, or are you also doing regular old uh, printed word? Um, you know, we, we actually do want to expand out uh, in the future, um, and having digital uh, allows us to do that, so we can release on all these different platforms inexpensively, um, but that's something that's in the future. Right now, we're mainly focused on, you know, illustrated stories. You know, but we do have, we've, we have a lot of work done on games and on prose fiction and on, you know, uh, other ideas. So, I mean, these are all things that are in the works in the future. Um, but right now, you know, we're kind of laser focused on what we're doing right now. Well, getting a product to market, kind of, sort of, step one. Yeah. Well, step one through 1,000. Yes. You know? And we're currently on step four. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm taking big steps, man. Okay. Step five. Attend Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Now, this is, I think we're, this might be our 10th convention. Uh, I think we've, yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, and this is our first time in Phoenix, but we've been doing a lot of uh, conventions for the last two, two years. So also, ardent self-promotion is part of the bag. Shameless, shameless self-promotion. Oh, we, we definitely we have a long tradition on Versus the World Radio of the shameless plug. So we, I love that. It's that's what we're about. Why why do this if not to bring the good news to the to the nerd world out there? Yeah. So the the major title that you're promoting here is Triggerman, which brings us to Mike. Hi. <laughs> what is your role in the creation of Triggerman? First, and then tell us a little bit about what Triggerman is. All right. Uh, so I created and write Triggerman. So um, I mean, yeah, I mean that's it. I do the story and I write it all out, uh, and I work a lot with the artist on planning everything and doing it, you know, 
we 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 write it and then we hire an artist to to illustrate it. A fantastic, fantastic artist. So you are partnering. Part of your framework that you're designing is bringing illustrators and writers together. You don't realize it, but you're doing an interesting through line from the last interview that I did with Ryan and Lar from Blind Ferret, who are a writer-artist team, who said how very difficult it was to do exactly that, to find an artist you can work with as a writer and a writer you can work with as an artist and have it not be a painful relationship. So you have your work cut out for you. Well, that's been a big challenge for us. And it's an interesting thing with us is because Kyle and I got together and we said, all right, we really want to make comic books. Neither of us can draw a stick figure. <laughs> the line I use is I couldn't draw a stick figure with a gun to my head, and that would actually probably make it worse. Mm, I'm not going to go there, and I don't have my gun. This is Arizona, after all. Yeah. Didn't they issue you one at the airport? <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I lost mine. You Damn know. it. Now we're going to have to... You know, deport you. Or buy some at the show. I think they have them. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Or a katana. So tell us a bit about the happy story about <laughs> professional killers. Okay, so uh, so basically Triggerman is it's a romantic comedy with guns. That's what we like to call it. It's uh it's supposed to be a tagline, it might even be on a banner. <laughs> <laughs> Stand right behind right behind Fires. us. Um, but it's yeah, it's about these two guys, these two best friends who've known each other forever, uh, and they they work as hitmen, and they've kind of, it's, uh, it's the classic buddy cop, you know, they've kind of gotten out of the game, and the one of them's kind of down in the dumps, he's a bit depressed, and so his friend, you know, brings him back in for that one last job, but also, you know, to try and pick him up, to cheer him back up, you know. Because killing people for money always cheered him up in the yeah, past. Yeah, you know, it's the good old days, back when we were running around getting paid big money to, to kill people, so... <laughs> So yeah, and then they uh, they do this job, and it sort of does that domino effect of it sets off a series of events, and certain people get angry, and people get involved, and it, it turns I, I should into not a, have come back for this one job. <laughs> <laughs> I blame you for this. It's not one job. It yeah. becomes a one long, arduous series well, of jobs. Thus, you have a series instead of an <laughs> issue. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, you are three issues in or four? So we're four, four issues in, uh, and the first and fourth issue are double issues. So okay. we've got about six six chapters worth of story. It's uh, 150 plus pages. Plus, we're coming out. We're doing a Christmas in July thing with uh, Drive Through Comics. Okay. And uh, so we have a Christmas special that we're releasing digital only until we release our trade collection, and uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun because it's it's a, a standalone uh, flashback issue, and so okay. you get to see them you know at their prime and that things were still pretty silly and kind of hectic uh, even then and it's it's a very fun story we've been waiting to put it out for a while yeah the Christmas special is cool we worked with a guest artist uh, Matt Hill who's a fantastic yeah. artist um, and we brought him in for this kind of we you know we, we decided to switch up artists and do this kind of out of continuity story which was just a really fun story that that I wanted to tell but didn't have a good place to tell it you know so flashback yeah so it's a good um, tropes work yeah <laughs> So it's a lot of fun, and, and that's going to be, that, yeah, that should be coming out in July. Though, one thing I want to encourage you guys to try, I've seen done once in a comic book series, and more people should do it, is the Flash Forward, where a series did issues one through six, then published issue 29, and came back and did, with, of course, wild, bizarre changes to the storyline that you wonder how right. the hell you're going to get from there, and then returned, and then did issue seven, and when they got to issue 28, it just went right into 29. It's like, that was some clever. 
marketing. That's very now cool. Now I have to buy the next several dozen <laughs> issues. Because <laughs> I want to see, ooh, hi, what the, hmm. So. Why are they in clown suits? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll publish issue 1074 of Triggerman next. <laughs> see, now that is some serious marketing. It's, <laughs> it's in space. And and then the next issue will tell you how we'll get how to get $1 million for free. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Still working on that ourselves. Exactly. So, is Triggerman going to be an ongoing series, or is it a limited story arc? We have a, you've already planned a definite beginning, middle, and end, or do you want it to be just a, a recurring title? So, so Triggerman is uh, it's our you know it's our first series that we're doing, and I really it, I don't have a planned end for it yet, um, and I have I have it planned out very far in advance, and it's I mean it's certainly not something that that would you know will run forever, but it is um, it will run for a long time if you I have, have any say in it. Not yet written the end. No, okay. no. But you have a story bible, and you know where the where you're going with this. Oh yeah, because the last thing us listeners want to be is is, is, re, is to detect 17 issues in. Say, wait, these guys have no idea what the hell they're doing. Also <laughs> known as the lost effect. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, and we hate that. We talk about that when when Kyle and I meet. We talk about that constantly. And you about, don't like it when it's done to you either. Oh right. No, and and and. It feels like you're being cheated because, because you are. You are. Yeah, you are. And it's the as a writer. Your obligation is to the story, or as creators, your obligation is to the quality of the product. And why the hell would you not think about where your story is going? If you have an idea that it's going to be an ongoing, you should at least plan it, at, le at least a little bit, you know? And I feel like and comics, they don't plan a lot of times, and, and it makes me sad. Well, I like it when one team owns the title. Yes. Because with, with the, the major distributors, Everything is subject to flux at, at any given month. They could just sub a different artist in with a different writing team. It's like with, what happened to Thor a couple of years ago with John Michael Straczynski. Any, I know. Yeah. And I love JMS. Oh, yeah. Except for what he did to Spider-Man, but we won't get into that. But it's, it's a matter <laughs> of, I hate the phrase, a bold reimagining. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I liked it before you reimagined it. That's why I was reading it. I didn't want you to do it over again. <laughs> yeah. You did it right the first time. Yeah. 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 So no bold reimaginings of Triggerman, please. Right. Boldly imagine a new series. Exactly. Yeah. Boldly <laughs> exactly. imagine your own damn title. <laughs> so, wet the appetite um, of your potential readers here. Um, I'm just still wrapping my head around bromantic comedy with guns, and you've also let me know that it's oh yeah, it's about professional killers. Right. The hell's the word comedy doing up there? What it's it has it's very comedic. There's um, I mean really the focus of the series is is on these two guys who are really good friends and they're people that like when I write it's people that I would want to hang out with. They're really funny and it's just their conversation. Professional killers. Uh, yeah. Why not? How hard did your parents beat you as a child? Not hard enough. He still wrote this. <laughs> no. The 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 thing is it's it's funny you. It is a hard pitch uh, sometimes. Some people kind of see well, it. I'm completely and they go, sold on the idea. <laughs> I totally well, care some, everyone else is too. Some people are they they like the idea, but they don't see how it'll work. And the thing is, is the key to writing it is you write them to be people you want to be around and people you like, and you understand their motivations, and you write the situations to be. You you feel like they logically lead one from the other you know never once do you go like why are they killing that puppy they would never kill the puppy they would be like i'm not killing a puppy this puppy's adorable and they take the puppy you know i mean it's mm -hmm. it's a thing where everything that happens in the book you look at you know as you we take great pains for you to empathize with 
you go, okay, that makes sense. You know, I would do that, or at least at I least I understand why they are doing exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, I think about like a Jackie Chan movie. It's hilarious, but he is beating the crap out of a ton of people. Yes. And never once in the movie do you go like, oh, that poor man who was just hit with the ladder. You know, you go like, yeah, Jackie Chan, go. Exactly. You know? What's his motivation? Smackdown. Yeah, I'm, Jackie yeah, Jackie Chan. <laughs> so, I mean, a big thing is, you know, for me, I don't, I'm, I'm personally just not a big fan of mindless violence. And when I'm writing the series, it's, it's a big thing of like, I just need to give you just enough reason for you to go, uh, okay, yeah, th they can kill that person. He needs to die. Yeah, there's there's just enough justification. To be, all right, no, okay, I'll give him that one. He's a very bad person. <laughs> and in issues three and four, we introduce someone who you, there's plenty of justification for it. You <laughs> you want it. You're cheering for you, it. You like, want oh, it. But who guy. knows if we give it? Yeah, we'll find out. Dramatic foreshadowing. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, so Triggerman is available now. You said you had some tantalizing tidbits about what might be in the pipeline for, tip, for Triptych. Well, I've been working on a, a series of mine uh, concurrently with uh, our, our work on Triggerman uh, because we, we have, I mean, we're, we're idea minds, basically. But um, mine that's been in the works, we've got about 30 pages done of mine, and mine's going to be released as a collection or trade format uh, only. And it's a, uh, I guess all I can say right now is a World War II supernatural story that uh, follows the war historically. Um, but also so gives a intersecting with real history, mm -hmm. but, but not, not quite alternate universe. Just stuff that no one, the, the general public, had not heard about or would yes, not hear about. No one knows about, and so and it's a it's it's a series that we've been working real hard on, and um, should be making its. Um, we should be revealing it pretty soon. And keep an eye on what website for such reveals? Triptychbooks.com. That's T-R-I-P-T-Y-C-H books.com. Also Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. Put your face in the book. <laughs> the book of faces. Most excellent. Now, do not eat the pop shield. Do you know how right many there. people have spit into that thing? Oh, I would never do that. I promise. Do you really want to suck on R.K. Milholland's spit? Because it's no. in there. No. Because <laughs> you'll grow a beard just no. like that. I could. I just I choose not to. Because well, you, you don't want to look like you are homeless. But I have common sense. Yeah, hey. that's what it is. And a shaver that has batteries that are charged. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. All right, Mike. As the writer of Trigger Men... To give you the condensed version of the nerd questionnaire, which has more or less been lifted <laughs> directly from inside the actor's studio, but it's okay because that host stole it from another guy. All right. So I'm going to get my James Lipton on here. <clears throat> do, I, do I look officious enough to you? <laughs> Mike, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Your favorite word. You're a writer. There are words involved. Oh, man. It's allowed to be. Doesn't have to be uh, a real word. Quasar. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Uh, crap! I can't think of anything, so we'll say crap because that was the first thing that I said. Winner. Winner, winner what? Chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, turns you on gets your creative juices flowing motivates you um 
Let's see. My okay. Well, just because it's kind of funny, when I work, the way that I am the most creative is I go in a dark room. I block out any source of light that I possibly can. I put on noise-canceling headphones and play loud music so that literally the only thing in the universe that I can see is my laptop screen as I'm typing. There's an episode of Venture Brothers that was very similar <laughs> to that. Well, I have. I may have to turn this off. No. Now. <laughs> Nerd cred card, where is no, it? No, yet, yet, yet. I can forgive I'm, you that I'm one. I'm getting there. It's not for everyone. <laughs> Had to get me some ink. Anyway, <laughs> what turns you off? Um, I would say the opposite of that. So <laughs> lots of... Uh, this place. This, basically right <laughs> now. No, actually, no. Well, that's, a, that's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Well, I think both of us have kind of, out of necessity, trained ourselves to work anywhere. Um, but I know he hates working in coffee shops because anytime I'm like, let's go to a coffee shop, he's like, Ugh, no, I don't want to. Like, Ugh. but I can't just say like big, big noisy places because actually conventions are very inspiring for me when I'm sitting around talking with people and I'm talking about the comic. Yeah. And like our car, the lengthy car rides, you know, to and from the shows, we just talk so much and we love come up with so good many ideas. Love me a good road trip. Yeah. yeah. Got one coming up in... June for Nerdtacular, get to drive to Salt Lake City. That'll be fun. Nice. What is the nerdiest thing you've ever done and been ashamed of? And you may have already answered this whole <laughs> dark room thing. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> then. Um, damn, I don't know. Um, I hugged Brent Spiner at Emerald City. Did. It was it show was, me on the doll with a bad no, robot touch. It was just a little bit. It was just a little bit odd because you know we're working in the booth and Brent Spiner comes up and talks to us and we're like, oh wow, this is crazy. Brent Spiner's talking to us and he goes, do you want to hug me? And we're like, well, that's how he rolls. <laughs> we're kind he of like loves putting people off their game. We're kind of like, um, sure, sure, I guess why not? I mean, yeah. So so yeah, we hugged Brent Spiner. So what is the nerdiest thing you've ever done and been proud of? Uh, hmm. I wrote a comic book. <laughs> That one's kind of self-evident. There we go. <laughs> What's your favorite gadget? My favorite gadget? Like superhero gadget? Gadget? That's You were the first person to take it that direction. <laughs> so I'm going to let you run with it. Um, shark repellent spray. <laughs> the belt of many things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's pocket dimensions in there holding way more than could possibly yeah. be there. Because bat the shark repellent. only explanation. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Favorite curse word. Um, I guess cuke, but that's because I'm learning Swedish, and it's Swedish for cock. Yes, but it somehow sounds more melodic. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun to say. I, you know, you just kind of like cuke, cuke, cuke. And if there's no Swedes around, no one hits you. Yeah, that's yeah. totally fine. I just shouted at work all day long. I'm just like, ah, kick. But they all know it now. Like, <laughs> he's obsessed with the cuke, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Loves the cuke. It makes uh, the, cuke. the episode of uh, IT Crowd where he's drinking cuke all day long way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to touch that one <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah, many, many, many levels. And finally, assuming heaven exists... What do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. No. <laughs> 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 
Maybe you're surrounded by cukes. Yeah. <laughs> ah, cuke. Ah, cuke. That work? That's what I'm going to say. That completely works. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day. Yeah. Refresh us again. Now is the time for a shameless plug. Where can we find you on the interwebs? All right, Triggerman. It's at triptychbooks.com. T-R-I-P-T-Y-C-H books.com. plural. Books with an S. Yeah, and we're also on Facebook and Twitter and everything. At, at triptychbooks. Facebook.com slash triptychbooks. Yeah. Drive-through comics if you want them digitally or our website. We also sell paper. Dead tree editions? Awesome. Dead, dead tree editions. We kill the trees ourselves. Also known it's as authentic. offline editions. <laughs> exactly. Kids these why days. Can't I, why can't I share this on Facebook? This is weird. Damn it. Where's the share button? <laughs> but I digress. You have been listening to yet another episode of Alpha Geek Interviews coming to you from Phoenix Comic Con 2012. Check us out on the web, vtwproductions.com. We are also on the Twitter and the Facebook. I'll let you figure out how to find Versus the World Productions because I may have just given you a hint. I have been Todd Whitehead, your host, and we are out of here.